U-N-I-T-Y. The other thing that keeps you together is the MAB Sports Podcast. That's right. Um, yeah, I get a little early there. We're going to cap it off, though. That, that's my that's my usual transition. I don't do yeah, that. You're top, the king of the transitions. I, now I, know, you, I don't even know where the pod ends and you begin. Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome and brand new sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 198 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana. And with me, as always, with Dr. Misson, the commissioner, Kerchief, and he, this cap. Most awesome. Ooh. Did I get that, bro? That was a lot. That was a lot. That was wordy. That was, that was a little wordy one. It was night before Christmas and right in there. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I get it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, her, yeah. Like her, uh, like mom and her kerchief and dad in his cap. Oh, yes. I don't know. That's not my, that's not my go-to. Yeah. Uh, you thought I just wrote that out all long and fucked up like that? Like I yeah, just, yeah. I was like, what's up? <laughs> Where are we thought? going with this? <laughs> what's going on here? What's, the, what's yeah. this kerchief thing? Usually yeah. I try and play along, but this time I was. Stunned. Yeah. You bailed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And this, in this season of giving, you're like, I'm out. Exactly. I've given away too much already. Um, how you doing, bro? Doing good, bro. Getting ready for some bro. Christmas, some Yuletide spirit here. Like we were talking earlier, off pod, on pod. Yeah. Get fucking fantasy football crushed right now. That sucks a fat dick. Yeah, but on that, doing good, bro. Well, let's just say it. it's not like you were like you have because I always like do the rule of like half. Like if you got three teams going to the play like in the playoffs and, you know, like one will make it. But you just got skunked. Right. And you weren't even like a couple of those. You were high seats. Yes, I was. Uh, in fact, yeah, I think I was the number two seed in one. I think numero two in another and rounding out the the bottom i was like fifth or sixth in the other leg but yeah all three teams made it to the league or to the playoffs all first round exits that's rough man that's really rough it's really rough buddy yeah because it's not like you snuck in like a couple like those are all like i'm confident maybe i'll get two but at least one at least what i'm walking with yeah just just going away just just walking with a little bit of cheddar little change from my from my coin purse yeah, it's like, it's like the New Year's resolution that I'm going to work out. Like, that's what fantasy football is. Remember, we had the fantasy booth segment. It starts out super strong. It's like, let's go. Like, I'm yeah. Yo, let's go. I'm jacked. And then around February, it's just like, man, I better cancel this membership. I'm wasting that cash. <laughs> wasting that cash. <laughs> uh, well, how's it going? Are you traveling around? Like, um, yeah, we're going to be heading out to the uh, the cousins. Going to go do. Oh, man. Excuse me a little bit of that. Um, yeah, just going to oh, drive down. Hit. Big hit with the kids. Big hit with the kids doing the whole Christmas spirit thing. We got the the in law in laws in tow right now. Hopefully they can't hear me. Because they're, they're they're sleeping in they're sleeping in in Casa de Brandana right now. Oh, I thought you didn't want them to hear us because you didn't want to spoil it. Like they're avid listeners, they don't want to hear ahead of time. Oh, that's true too. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Better whisper. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Like, Commission laws. Yeah, don't want to spoil Silence. it. Yeah, I don't want to ruin your Christmas exactly. morning. Uh, the segments that you don't want to spoil are these that are coming up in this episode 198. We're doing a rip from the headlines, pro football playoff look-in. Going to do MAB fixes, Aaron Rodgers versus Antonio Brown blame. Going to hit that inbox. Going to do a little does Brandana have it. 
quotes. That's right. You heard it right. Does Brandana have it? Do a right. T. Anderson movie quotes. Then we're going to do a Neapolitan showdown. Worst things that happened to you in public transportation. Then we're going to finish, as we always do, with that MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, your hour of power, it starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right, bro. Um, NFL playoff pick. Why are we talking about that this week, brother? Ooh, because we're close. We're here. The long season. So weird. It feels so weirdly long. And it's one more week. Yes. Yeah. It's one, just one more week. We'd still be all in the same spots we were before, but somehow it feels longer. <laughs> it feels like it's kind of taking forever. It's like, it let's fire up. For like, do we really need another three weeks to figure out like if it's going to be like Washington, Minnesota, or Philadelphia? Who gives a shit? <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> all like at this point, it would be as as simple as like, all right, everyone put your name in a bag, and then yeah. Goodell is going to come by. He's going to scoop out two names, and those are the two playoff teams. Other teams, sorry. Ooh, that'd be really interesting. What a fun fucking moment! It'd be like just pull out the Lions and be like, the Lions get in. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's not like basketball, right? You couldn't do like some just weird like tournament that they're kind of doing for whatever. Like by adding those two other seeds, like they're mm-hmm. kind of seeds, but they're kind of not seeds playing in. Yeah, that would that would be that'd be interesting. But I don't know. Like, I think a lot of these football teams are just like fuck it. Like, even probably some of these like probably not the six seeds or maybe the six or seven seeds are just like we're over it. Like, this seems to really. On top of, you know, the new spike with uh, COVID and everything, it just seems to be beating the hell out of a lot of these teams. Yeah, well, I've seen, I feel like we have seen a lot more injuries. Well, we, I feel like we've seen a lot more dudes getting carted off as of late, like Teddy Bridgewater. You had Parham on the game that you guys went to. Yeah, um, you know, good win. Good one last Good one. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, that just feels like, I don't know. I, and I think it is a little cyclical and maybe, you know, the added extra game doesn't help anything. Like I said, even though we're not in that added extra game, so it doesn't really matter. It just feels like dudes are getting fucking beat up a little bit longer. And maybe, maybe it's the longer bye weeks. You know what I mean? Maybe playing 13 weeks in a row ain't a good idea. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. I think the biggest thing to all of this where the NFLPA should really push back and clamor back would be, uh, I don't know, the, kind of those late bye weeks almost seems to sort of defeat the purpose of the bye week. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're just getting, I mean, it's a it's such a battle of attrition just to get to the playoffs. And then when you've got to go week in, week out, I mean, these guys, I mean, they're, they're putting it together with fucking tape and tinfoil and string. I mean, they're just trying to get on the field. Yeah. Okay. So we took a little uh, look at each team last week. Now to get super redundant, we're going to keep an eye on this as it unfolds, but there hasn't been a lot of shake up. I mean, we saw, you know, like the Patriots kind of get their ass kicked. Oh, so mm-hmm. let's just jump into it. But what I want to do is I want to walk through the seating as it is today and yes. we'll kind of guess the line of what that would be and then which side you would take. But let's talk about it, just a few teams. We're not going to go through all of them like we did last week. Um, New England Patriots kind of get smoked by the Colts. Um is this New England finally really meeting an opponent and we shouldn't be as concerned with them on being on their own tier or, you know, is this just an off week for them? I mean, I, you know, we, we talked about, I think last week you we talked about the Colts, how like they're a, they're a dangerous football team. Jonathan Taylor is playing amazing a buck 70. 
uh, kind of had that 70, 67 yarder clincher, right? Uh, I think this is just two very good football teams going at it, right? I mean, this is a, this is a playoff matchup. I think you and I both believe it. And the Colts got the best of them, you know, um, even though it was the, the score isn't emblematic of what the game is. It kind of put some late points up on the board. They were, they were thor- thoroughly in, in charge. The Colts were this whole game. Oh, you call me the king of the transition. Speaking of charge, how about them chargers? Okay, you've been high on the chargers. They've looked uh, not a great as let of yet. They did end up losing that Thursday home game to the Chiefs uh, that it was at, but they looked really good. I mean, Herbert's they, like looked really good last couple yeah, of weeks. It might be one really of those good. stories of like a good team just kind of like hanging in the muck. And then it's like, oh shit. Like, I mean, right now it would be the Tennessee Titans holding the Chargers. We'll talk about what that line would be. But it seems like it's a team that'd be scary to host like that first week of the playoffs. Yeah. And I, I feel like that this game is like a, they're, that was a like, let's learn how not to lose before we can win type of situations. You know, like we got to understand when we're in this position. Uh, and Staley was super aggressive. How did, how was that like in the moment watching on the field? Did it seem like, wow, this guy is fucking pushing all of his chips in, or did it seem in the game flow like, all right, this makes sense for him to be for the, for the chargers to be doing this. Yeah. It, it's, it just seemed like uh, a confident attitude. Like it made yeah. sense. Like it seemed like a little less of just like, Oh, this is a super bowl. Like, Oh, we got to show like who we are. It was just like, it was more of a confidence error. It's just like, all right, like we can, which kind of makes sense. You know, it's a mm-hmm. little bit of that, you know, when you're 12 years old, you're playing Tecmo Bowl, you're going forward and forth every time because it's yeah. like, you know, you know the right plays. And when you really break it down, it's just like, oh, we just got to get three yards. I mean, it's just that Chiefs defense was fired up. Yeah. And it, from the broadcast angle, it, they were definitely like leaning on the like, oh, it's super aggressive, super aggressive. And I was just curious to see, like, sometimes I don't feel like the, the game flow matches the broadcasters either. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. It didn't seem, I mean, cause they're like, we've seen aggressive, you know, we saw like the Baltimore Ravens go for it on two. They were going right. for, they went for it on fourth, like in their own territory. Like, and that's more of a like, fuck it. Like, let's try to win this game. Get out of here. with yep. the win. Like, what do we got to lose? And this, you know, that I didn't get that vibe from the Chargers. I, I got the vibe from like chargers weren't playing to their opponent. They were just like, we're the chargers. This is what we do. Yeah. Like, and I, I like that position. I like that attitude, that mindset way more than like, this is the chiefs and we just got to fucking like, yeah, like yeah, we saw yeah. that with the lions a few times, I think it was against the Rams where like, we're coming out onside kick right off the gate. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? You're not, yeah. Cause you're not playing your game. Like you're looking right. for a fluke or you're, you know, you're playing yeah. the odds and it's just like, Oh, the only way we can do this is if we show them something we're not because like our regular team, our regular run in the mill, ain't going to work. So we're going right. to switch it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, that's good. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I did like the chargers. I do like the chargers. The fucking chiefs are clicking all, but you know what? Again, like the light switch, there were times where Patty Mahomes did not look fantastic, missed a few throws, but then absolves all sins. I think he was like perfect down the stretch in that fourth quarter, lighting them up, got some help. Obviously Kelsey made great plays. He'll make great plays, but I mean, uh, you know, they fucking flipped that switch, man. They fucking turned it on. Yeah, they did. They really got it going. I wonder, like, you're, you've been, I mean, we've both been down on Patty Mahomes. I'm a little bit more forgiving um, of late. You still seem to be, is he not playing up to, you know, what you expect him to be playing for? Like, are you seeing an actual, like, did we witness a regression? Was like last year kind of like, not that he peaked, but was last year just kind of everything firing exactly correct. And that's not going to happen like multiple seasons. Like, what do you really see like the rest of his career looking like? 
I, oh, I think, yeah. I mean, I think he's going to be in the the top tier, like one or two. The My biggest thing is, is always is like to anoint him early on as like, this is the best ever that will ever, ever do it. There's no one any better is yeah. absurd. Is an absurd statement. No, so you're, so you're old school. You're just like, let's just let the chips. Yeah. Let's, a let's let it where it like, goes. Right. And if he's truly he's that like, great, if he's truly that great, then I don't want to see him fucking skipping a wide open pass. <laughs> Yeah. you know, to fucking McCole Hardman, Nicole Hardman. I yeah. get it. And, and that's the thing. So just be honest, just be honest with what you're saying. That's all I, that's all I care about. I just, you're a simple man. I'm a simple <laughs> man. I have simple tastes and simple needs. Um, I don't like Dune. I do like boobs. I'm a simple man. <laughs> simple man. Uh, anyone that hasn't seen the, I'm a simple man, um, Boogie Nights quote, you should, you should look up. I'm a simple man. It comes from our boy, uh, Philip Baker. Your hall, I believe. Okay, so let's look through these. Let's set the line, and then what we'll do for our number one seed is what team would they want to face the least mm. just in this on this whole side. So AFC real fast. Um, we have the five or four seed would be Indianapolis at Cincinnati. What do you think this line would be? Uh, I think this would be I honestly think right now this would be like you think this would be Colts minus two. I have Colts minus one. Minus one. I guess, yeah. yeah. I think they're they're favored on the road, which is, I mean, this is Indy. Indy's one of the like the hottest teams right now, and you just they're so hot right now. Hands so hot right so now. Hot. So hot right now. Um, I mean, you just put, you add that running game with, and I think I heard also like um, Carson Wentz. I think like fourth lowest in interceptions per attempt. So like he's not he's not going off like Wentz, and it seems like he's you can control it. So just to be able to control the tempo of the game and with kind of that defense and being able to throw if you got to get out of it. Like it's just it's a it's a scary combo that's kicking right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I and I would be well, we all we see we've seen Cincinnati be a little hit and miss also. Yeah we've seen them being up and down and like I said like they're like next year I might be talking about them the way that I talk about the Chargers like Next year, they could be a very scary team. But here's the thing. And the funny thing is, is I saw on the Bengals, and this goes back to the draft, is they're talking about, and they can't protect Joe Burrow. And it's kind of like, yes, yes, I know. Yeah. I, I know they can't. They, they, and I, but Jamar Chase has been so fucking good for them that it's hard to like, you lose the forest through the trees a little bit. You're like, yes, but they still need to keep them upright. And they haven't been able to do that quite so much. That's funny. Yeah. We're going to bring that up a couple of times because something else is going to come up when we look at, you know, um, some of these playoff teams, how we saw it shaking out, like, you know, like three teams coming, three teams possibly coming out of the NFC West, like not a mm. shocker. Like that's yeah. what we're talking about. So that's interesting. Like kind of the, that narrative did stick where it's just like, he'd be awesome if the offensive line could protect him. It's just like, no shit. Said that going into fucking like the <laughs> training crap. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, all right. We got uh next matchup would be the Los Angeles chargers at the Tennessee Titans. Ooh. Ooh. I don't want to do, do, do we want to do two uh, road favorites? Just the way, I mean, this really comes down to does Tennessee get back their Derrick Henry and and AJ Brown oh, yeah. just given another outside weapon yeah. I mean I, AJ Brown is scheduled to come back if if those things were to happen I would give you know a, a minus two to to the 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 Titans there minus three but I, I still I think still think as of today right now give me the yeah, fucking, yeah give me the Chargers I got Chargers minus two and a half yeah like Tennessee is kind of like they're holding on a little bit. It's just, it feels like two 
like ships passing in the night. Yes. Um, I did not see much of that Titans game, but I mean, you know, the Steelers are not a fucking great club. I'm not, I'm not impressed with the Steelers. They can't run the ball either as, as good as their fucking, you know, running back is not Najee Harris. They really can't run the football. And so it was just like, I was flipping and seeing the highlights. It was like, this is just an ugly team. I'm, I'm not impressed with the Titans right now. Yeah, impressed. Uh, then we have seven seed Buffalo at two seed New England. Oh, are we? New, I mean, what's the elements going to be like? Like, can we just run the ball 70 times? Can Bill Belichick yeah, actually, do that? You should, you should remind me of this game too when uh, one of the emails comes up. Remind me of this because this will be my pick for it. Uh, no, no spoiler, but when you when you get the question, it'll make sense. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that was a little bit of New England kind of. At, I don't know. I always, you know, it looked like four weeks in the season when Buffalo had, you know, the highest margin of victory, and they were just really cooking. I think they scored in the 30s, or at least like the high 20s, like mm-hmm. for the first six weeks or something like that. And it just kind of like petered out. It's kind of disappeared, like that. Jacksonville loss was like super weird. And then right. New England throws the ball like three times. Uh, obviously that's a better thing. And I guess going into this, just based on what we saw, I, you can't get too carried away. Uh, I got to go New England by four and a half. It's a little weird, little weird line right there. Putting it right in the middle, just splitting the difference right there. Yeah. I would have, I would have said still New England, the favorite minus three, just give them the, the home field, the whole thing, home field. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, because you gotta if Buffalo really can cook, but there's just how much does this, you know, Belichick team have fucking Buffalo's number? Okay, so number one, KC. Who do you fear facing the most out of those six teams? Uh, quite honestly, the Colts. It's got to be the Colts, right? They're the they're probably. I mean, the Colts are the Chargers, but they've seen them play enough where I think like the Colts could be just a totally different. You know, they could basically the Colts could box out Mahomes in the offense and just, yeah, we're just, we're just going to pound the fucking ball down your throat and just see if you're going to stop us. Yeah. I think that's the point. The point is they get to see the chargers twice by the time of yep. the season. And this is just kind of like, haven't actually been on the field versus those Colts. Okay. Jump over to the NFC real fast. Um, what, or real slow. We'll take our time. What up? We'll do whatever we want. We can go slow. Yeah. We can go fast. We'll take we'll switch little- it up. I can come back. Another Boogie Night quote, right? Where he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if we do this, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So uh, we'll start at the bottom, move our way up. Ooh. We got the five seed LA Rams at the four seed Cardinals. The way the Cardinals have been playing? Dude, we and we called this out. Yes. I mean, it wasn't the beginning of the year. God damn, we're so smart. Look at you big with your big fucking right. big brain. So smart. Big brain on Brad. Um, yeah, Cardinals not moving in the right direction. The Rams look like they have it at times. They seem to at least be, I wouldn't say they're like getting out of the atmosphere, but they seem to be cooking at the right time. Let's remember they're a nine and four team, a quiet nine and four. A quiet nine and four. I mean, I think it much like, uh, I think they're I think caught up in much that criticized game. nine and four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, just because those expectations were so high, it's all those moves they were making. They were just like, all right, they did kind of anoint them as just like, okay, this is our year. Like we're definitely pushing all these chips in. So they're going to get heavily scrutinized. And that was around the time I think we saw, you know, Matty Stafford go like three games in a row with like 
two INTs or one mm-hmm. IE in the first quarter or something. It's like just some stat that was just like, all right, this is negative press, but still, you know, winning games, played Green Bay super close, which is the number one seed. Uh, I have the Chargers favored in this game, not by a lot though, two and a half. But another, the Rams, not the Chargers. Oh, the Rams. Rams. Yeah, yes. Chargers. Yeah. I, I would say, yeah, I would, I would, I'd move it up. I'd give them a full three points on that because I think like, right, yeah, yes, sir. Right now, uh, our Cardinals, the Cardinals, not our Cardinals. They're not, a, no. not looking all that great. I mean, I, the wide receivers are dinged up. Yeah. And I don't like what they have weapon wise. And just again, you know, some late game decision making, not good. And when you're in the playoffs, there's going to be a couple crucial calls made by Run. One uh, Klaus Kroppel, Cooper Kuiper. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I was like, turned around where it was, you know, when they were really cooking, it was just like, are we talking coach of the year candidate? Are we talking, you know, Kyler Murray, like MVP? And, but that makes sense. I mean, the crowds, they have four losses. So let's everybody slow down. But it's just like the health of Kyler Murray and everything. Like, you just don't know. Anyway, don't know. You don't know. Still got a few more weeks too for them to maybe fall a little further. Yeah, exactly. All right, San Francisco 49ers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is our six versus three seed. Hmm. Um, that Buck Saints game, as a man that bet on the Bucks money line, <laughs> that'd be me. You know, you don't Brutal. expect you don't Brutal. expect zero or th- did they get a field goal? No, it was yes. nine nothing, wasn't it? Yeah, nine yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's just not something you expect to see. Uh, I announcer brought it up. It's a great point. I mean, I think Tampa Bay finished really cool last year also. Yes. And then fought that close Washington football team game, able to win that and then kind of do there in Washington. So they started out on the road. Yeah. They were, they were the road where they, they were on the road for all their games, technically, weren't they? Well, they would have sure. to. Yeah, uh, they, yeah. Yes, they would. I don't want to look. Unless they've like faced another wild card, who knows? But yeah, that uh, that doesn't happen a lot. Uh, anyway, I'm definitely. It seems like this San Francisco team has really woken up. I've been very low on them, but they're. Yes. Deep, but I'm just. I'm. I can't. Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo versus Tom Brady is what we're talking about at the end of the day. I'm gonna have to go Tampa Bay. Oh man, I'm gonna do another weird line. I love it. One and a half. Is that where we're at? Nah, no, no, no. I'm gonna do Tampa Bay. I'm gonna do Tampa Bay four. Four. That's, okay. a, that's a weird line. That's I'm gonna, I'm gonna line. do Tampa Bay three and a half. I'll do three and a half. Okay, three and a half makes sense. Yeah, it, it, this comes down to a lot of like the health of the Bucks. They got dinged up early, started to get a little healthy. Losing Godwin is a big loss for them. And then depending on what what's gonna happen with Fournette, what's gonna yeah. happen with Evans who tweaked his hammy, uh, that that's gonna get real. Uh, you know, putting up some goose eggs on that offense if you don't have any playmakers. We're going to see yeah. some real circa 2019 Pats offenses if that's what we're looking at. That's a really good point. And then also, the, like, nobody showed up ready to play. You know, like, those guys, those Phil <laughs> and those subs were just, like, they were dropping balls. They were, like, slipping. It looked like they were, like, playing. It was just, like, Ice Frank, it was like, comedy of errors, bro. So, I mean, that's that's a great point. So, I'm yeah, I definitely, thanks for talking me off that four ledge. That was insane. You know, I'm bringing it down to a three. There you go. I love it. I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, and here's the thing is, is I'm not, this is not me. Like, I, I don't know, like none of the players are all that good. I like Kittle. I like Dubo Samuels. I like their defense, mm-hmm. but like, 
to me, like the, like the, here's the thing about, here's the interesting thing about the 49ers in comparison to the Bucks. If the Bucks lose Godwin or some of their stars, it's going to really deteriorate their level of play as we saw. Whereas with the 49ers, the fucking floor and ceiling, there isn't that much of a difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It just That's really, really isn't. That's a great point. Yeah. They're just wheeling people out there. It's just like fan days, like come play cornerback. For yeah. Play. Hey, Debo, you want to line up at the backfield to be our leading <laughs> rusher too? All right. We'll Debo, it, Debo, we need a free safety for the dime package. Can you get right, out here? Right. Fill in for a couple plays. Yeah. It's uh, great point. Great point. Um, okay. So I still like Tampa Bay in that just for the record. Me too. Me too. Uh, we got number seven seed Vikings at Dallas Cowboys. Okay, guys. Let me say this right now. Let's go Vikes. Is that Do what you're going to say? Oh Let's no, Vikes! Oh no, 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 no! Do not worry about the Vikes being in the postseason. Like, go ahead and get. Yeah, no, they have <laughs> their next three games. I mean, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna take. It's gonna take at least nine games to get into this seven seed. I think nine wins. They're at six okay. and seven. The Vikings' next three games are they have the Rams. Yep. Ooh, Packers. At, Ooh. At the Packers, and they finish with the Bears. Ooh. So even if they could win one of the, that Rams game or that Packers game, they sure as shit ain't winning both. And if they do, in true Vikings fashion, they'll lose that fucking Bears game. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so don't you worry about it. Kirk Cousins, know. like, is it on Monday yeah. night? Although he's, he's oh, it's bright lights. There's cameras Bryce. here. He's yeah, come he's on, he's coming. Like, he's three and four on last a little playoff. bit. It still looks like dog shit yeah, like yeah. They, that bears game was they could not move the ball like i was i watched that so, entire second half of the bears game trying to find a live money line for the bears because i was like i want to bet on the bears coming back i want to see this bears plus 350 because yeah. i was like i also needed to hedge the money line that i had on the vikings for sure <laughs> but we got, we got that. As well that as well. all right number one seed the packers what team are they feared face facing the most Ooh, good call. I mean, I would. I, oh, wait, wait. The Vikings. Let's set the line. Sorry. Uh, oh, Vikings. Vikings. Cowboys. Cowboys. Um, Cowboys. Six minus six. It seems too much. Seems too much. I think so. Yeah. The, the Vikings get a lot of Vegas love just because they are a little bit of a powder keg. There's a little bit of a. If the Vikings are clicking on all cylinders, like they can really go and. I guess their defense is uh, yeah, I, I'd go a little lower. I think I've been four on everything, but I would do I'd do Dallas by four. Another with it with it. Oh, they lost. Oh, that's right. I was like, oh no, they they lost, oh, they yeah. lost by four to like Hallow Halloween game or something. I think yeah, yeah, twenty to sixteen. But that was the game that Dak did not play. That's a game that Ga- Dak missed. Yeah, for the Cowboys. That's a good point. yeah uh, and Cooper Rush hung twenty on your boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Sorry. All right. Yeah, the, the Packers fear facing the most. I would almost have to say it's a team from the AFC. <laughs> it doesn't seem like they need to give any of these NFC teams any attention. Yeah, I mean, right now for sure, um, they're just they fucking win, clicking. Yeah, they have to win. They they're clicking. They get a host. They have the bye week. They got to go. I mean, sending Tom Brady. I know he's used to playing in the cold, but sending his old ass up into Green Bay. Lambo. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's not a great. So they have to beat two teams. So what would the two teams be like? Packers hosting the Buccaneers and then hosting the Cowboys. Like those both seem like six point lines to me. Packers may be a little lower, but the I don't know. The Cowboys don't look right. Cowboys don't. I know they've been like patchworking together some wins, but let's not forget like what division they come out of also. Right. Well, that, that first game, they, they play the lowest ranking like seed. Right. So if they that would maybe be like the Rams and that's for in that second round for them. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. So the second one, yeah. So if that two or three seed, so let's just say it goes chalk. Yep. Yeah, so it would be like Cardinals or Rams. Right, and then you're probably looking at most likely the way we think it, the Rams, and then you're probably looking at maybe the Cowboys or the Bucks, just depending on the health. And like you said, like here's the thing: if if fucking Roger Goodell really wants to stick it to Tom Brady, he's scheduling that Packers game at night. Sunday at fucking 8 15, you know, yeah. outside the cold. <laughs> yeah. If we see that, we know fucking Goodell is like, all right, Tom, you're done now. I'm tired of you. Later, retire him, put him on an iceberg, float him out to sea. <laughs> exactly. There's no room on the fucking door <laughs> for you, Jack. Um, okay, buddy, that was a good rundown. Oh man, I kind of want to do MVP. Let's do a little MVP talk. We'll save it for maybe Brandon and Gambling Corner next week when it gets okay. super close. See what we like. So right now it's Aaron Rodgers plus 125, Tom Brady plus 175, Stafford plus a thousand, Jonathan Taylor plus one thousand, Patrick Mahomes plus a thousand. Uh drops off after that. Josh Allen ain't getting it. Um, Pat Mahomes, I don't even if they went out. I, I just don't, here's the question we just have to ask ourselves. Like it obviously is Aaron Rodgers. Is Aaron Rodgers going to, can they give it to him with all this COVID business that happened or not? Mm, that would be, like who, who votes on, that. who votes on the MVP? It's fucking sports reporters, correct? Uh, yes. Yes. I if I, I, if memory serves. Shit, yeah. So then don't bet on Aaron Rodgers. Because right. we, we talked about this before. It's about storylines. Um, but if Tom Brady peters out like this, like that. Yeah, I could, but could, we, could you see that money line shift? Could you see fucking a Pat Mahomes come racing back into it? Best record in the league. Number one seed. They're fucking clicking on all cylinders after this win. He goes from plus 1,000 to like plus 250 <laughs> in three weeks. That's wild. Yeah, that, that could be interesting. Yeah, I mean, if he starts going like – you know, he has uh, like two, four touchdown games, one, three touchdown game, right. just like an INT, two INTs over that course and, you know, blow. Let's, what is that? What's the chief schedule ending with? So they played 14 games right now. So they got uh, three more left. Keep forgetting that. Uh, let's look it up right here. Like we told you earlier, we do what we want on this podcast. Exactly. Exactly. You don't judge us. We judge you. Be patient. Um, host the Steelers uh, at, the, at the Bengals at the Broncos. Okay. Uh, all right. So not bad. I mean, that, they've been kind of owning the Broncos, at least Pat Mahomes has of late. I mean, going into arrow or into uh mile high traditionally was a thing. Well, we'll see. Yes. I can't, I can't see him coming back. If, you know, if we get another couple games with this uh, Tom Brady slide, or just like, just kind of, you know, game managing or like not a lot of yards. Right. Just grinding it out. And like I said, I'm pretty certain, drink everybody, that the MVP odds are oh, nice. on, on or the MVP votes are voted on as by the press, the media, and considering Aaron Rodgers basically was lying to the media for the first, what, seven weeks of the season about his vaccination status, they might take umbrage with that. They might stick in their craw a bit. Look at that. And now who's the king of the transitions? MAB fixes. (laughs) I'm here for my test. (laughs) I signed up online for my COVID (laughs) vaccine. All right. Aaron Rodgers misled. And AB gets a fake fax card. Okay. So here's the big thing that came out. We might be a little late on this, but I forgot to bring it up. And I did want to talk about it. Yes. Uh, 
are these two different punishments for the same crime? Because one person gets suspended, the other doesn't. Or are these two different situations? And remind uh, us what happened. Aaron Rodgers yes. missed. How did Aaron Rodgers mislead? So he was just like, I'm, what do you say? I'm, I'm immunized. I'm immu- immunized. I'm immunized. Didn't, didn't you have to like, were you just taking on your word? Like you showed up to camp, you showed up to the team facility and you're like, I'm back. So don't worry about it. You didn't have to show a card. No, this is, so this is the, where that distinction is made is Aaron Rodgers did not fully disclosed that he did not take the vaccine, that he was using his own immunization protocol as decided by him and his doctors and that treated himself as someone under the NFL's protocol as a non-vaccinated person. The only thing that he did was mislead the public in his oh, interviews. So he, he, followed, he followed the rules laid out for all of Max. Like he wore masks. Yeah, he wore masks. Yep. Yep. He did all that. That's why none of his teammates said anything or cared or like, yeah, it's, it was no big deal. No big whoop to them. Because right. he fully disclosed what he was doing. Because, I mean, I think on, it was the Pat McAfee show, he went on there and talked about, you know, he has an allergy to one of the vaccines. Then the Johnson & Johnson got pulled at the same time. So he's like, I'm just going to do my own thing. And here's what it is. But I think it does say to the, something to, the, to, you know, him not wanting to disclose to the media and not taking like the ire of like a Cole Beasley or even maybe even want to be in that position to discuss it Maybe he's of the mindset that he doesn't need to discuss with the public. As long as he d- d- discloses it to the people that are closest to him, why get into that, like, you know, fucking fire of a, of a conversation? Yeah. I guess. That's a, not, I guess. I mean, that is a story. Like, and I'm not going to guess, like, why he decided to do the way he did. Uh, so let's move on to AB. AB just legit by bought a fake backs card and he's like i'm vaccinated but it's not really vaccinated yeah exactly ab was outed i think by his personal chef i think that's he was like hey he got it also i think hey this bill yeah yeah exactly also mike edwards i believe a free safety on the buccaneers also purchased one as well too they both got out of they both got busted um i don't know how it came out that they did have a fake vax card i'm not sure like that's the thing is is like i don't know like to, I don't know to what extent, like the NFL even was like looking at the VAX cards and like back checking any serial numbers against it. Like, I, I, I kind of wonder if it was really like an honor system. Oh, like, yeah, if it, like if you showed up, but I mean, yeah, they, they asked, they asked to see something. Are you saying you just walked in there and they're just like, hey, you VAX and just like, yeah, I'm VAX. They're like, All yeah, right. or he showed a literal fake VAX card and they're like, good enough for us. Yeah, but like, yeah, actually. Bet- check it I bet it was that yeah i don't think they registered that shit like yeah. it'd be it's just like you know hey that had the thing it kind of was like surprising to hear but you're like yeah of course like when you first heard about vax cards it's like oh people are getting fake vax cards just like oh yeah because you like you put your head i mean we're not going to get too far down the covid rabbit hole right. but you assume people that aren't faxed you know it's because they don't want to be so it's just like why would you want to represent yourself as someone that is vaxxed if like part of your stance is like I don't want to be vaxxed. So like, why would you get like a fake card to like do that? It'd be like me being like, I'm like, don't want to drink. Like I'm anti-alcohol, but it's just like, let me get this fake ID just so I can go like hang out in this bar. It's just kind of like, "Mm." yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. That I don't, that I don't understand. I mean, that's the, that's the big difference between like a Cole Beasley and like an Antonio Brown. I think Cole Beasley was like, I, it's my personal choice. I don't want to get vaxxed. So, but I also don't think that the like, NFL protocol makes a bunch of sense 
to me, right? Like the yeah. restrictions are heavy handed in one direction, um, even though having the vaccine and from what Beasley was saying is like, doesn't preclude him, like someone else from with a vaccine catching COVID and then passing it along to me. So why, why, you know, if I'm going to be in stringent, like I can't work out in these situations and I can't go to team meetings and I can't do all of this just because of the vaccine and the vaccine is to stop the spread of the disease. So I guess, I guess that's where I think his, like his ire was. So yeah. I, yeah, I mean, this is definitely as deep as I thought we would get into it for sure. Yeah. But I mean, isn't there a little pushback from the NFL PA now that almost feels, or the players to the NFL PA that almost seems like it's taken a busy angle where they do want some of the restrictions kind of lifted? Well, yeah, and this is this is my point, right? Because the the yeah. NFL was like, we're not rescheduling games for COVID positive 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 results, and then it's like, oh. Hey, guess what? We're recording on a Tuesday night and they're playing fucking football tonight. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like one of those things where, yeah, I definitely think they're, they're pushing back late in the season. You know, obviously Omicron is, is rearing its ugly head. So it's one of those things where it's like, yes, I think they're wanting to push back on some of these restrictions. I don't know if it's like for vax people or unvax people or just like, Hey, yeah. like, I mean, is it like, let us play? It's just like, you know, we take the concussion risk. We take all these other risks, like we risk our bodies, like whatever, like, mm -hmm. we'll like, if we want to risk this, like we play in the cold without sleeves on, like we risk like catching the flu. Like, fuck it. We're just like, we, we get, we know a little bit more now than we did then. So it's like, fuck it. Like, we're just going to play if we want to play. I'm sure, I'm sure there is some, I'm sure there is something to that. I mean, last year when we were, when we, when the NFL players were playing, I mean, they knew far less about it. It was far more, you, you know, like, uh, uh foreign to everybody that was going on and thankfully knock on wood i mean yes people got covid but the ultimate sacrifice was made people didn't die people you know we had a few stories of kind of like long covid or, or things like that and i think nfl players were looking at the risk and like all right let's you know most of them got vaccinated i think it's like 95 percent of nfl players got vaccinated so we're mm -hmm. talking about a very small percentage of unvaxxed players but ultimately i think it's in that same mindset that you were saying it was like look, we're going to fucking, I'm, I might be, you know, have CTE and not know who my cousin is in, you know, in, in 12 <laughs> right. years. So um, I, I'm weighing out all the variables. I know what it costs and what it could cost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm walking take into the a risk. Uh, yeah, I'm walking into a facility where it's like, you know, where I don't know where this parking attendant's been, you know, like he went, it's just kind of like, we're all in the mix now. So let us play the game. Yeah. Um, and let's, our, let's not be punit like punished for it, right? If we yeah. catch it, we catch it. Like it almost feels like, you know, that I know you're trying to get out of this. It almost no, felt no, like no, I, I think that the, the NFL players are like, it now feels like we're being punished for catching COVID, regardless of our vaccination. I, I almost wonder if there's like a, an era of that, you know what I mean? And that's maybe why the NFL has pushed the games because it's like, yeah, you guys are 95% of the league's vaccinated and we're seeing a lot of people go down with COVID. So, you know, let's let's uh, loosen some of the, the 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 restraints a little bit. All right, let's talk about uh, the election, bro. Like what? <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? I've been meaning to get off my uh, chest. Fucking insurgency. That's what I really, really <laughs> want to talk about. You want to talk about that? Man, I gave us like four feet of rope, and then like I just let go of the end of the rope, and it was dark, and I was like panicking and scrambling. Like, oh, just oh, I can't even get. Oh. Look at and that. all of a sudden, I'm, and then Emma is like, "Well, let's talk about Texas abortion law." Yeah, it's like, God damn it! A <laughs> first for MAB Sports. Now I feel like we talked a little. What did we talk? We talked about something serious on like the third podcast. 
maybe it was the second one that was lost. Like there's one podcast where we like talked about like something like legit. It wasn't like, Hey, like alcoholic parents or anything, but it was mm-hmm. like, it was just like, it was a heavier subject and it was just like, just didn't feel one brand. Nope. It's hard to go from that to just like ranking. And, like, and here we go. Neapolitan showdown. Yeah. Worst <laughs> things that happen to you while you're on the toilet. Oh, let's go. Zaniest like, Jim Carrey movies. All right. Good transition. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what um, that was. I do think, yeah, it was in our earlier podcast. Yeah, we were feeling yeah it I can't remember. It was like something that was going on at the time. Okay, that's yeah. all you need to know. Inbox. Let's hit it, buddy. All right. Ticket Raiders of the 10 most expensive NFL ticket prices so far in 2021. Las Vegas Raiders have six of their home games listed. The Chiefs mm-hmm. Raiders game um, had a ticket average ticket price of $2,333. Holy shit. Uh, the yeah, app. average ticket price, Chiefs Raiders game in this. Um, we'll have to, have to fact check you. We don't really do that here, but we'll, we'll say it's expensive. We read, we, we read the emails as they come in. Yeah, we'll say, we'll say you at least you have your facts right that like this is the most expensive tickets all right is vegas going to dominate the list forever if you could go to any of the remaining nfl regular season games this year which would you choose to go to Ooh, uh i don't even have the schedule in front of me yeah i should have told you to do that um yes you should have yeah i'll tell you what they are i got them okay uh what we have left is um well let's just go let's just say their schedule like what reg what Raiders game would you want to go to the most? Like, oh, 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 of the Raiders seasons. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought you were saying of all games. I was like, well, that's what that's I what know. I first thought he meant, and that's why I said, remind me of this because I would go to, I'd go to the rematch of the Patriots Bills. I think that's the most exciting. I think that could have you know conference winning because that's that's the final week of the season too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm be- I'm right there with you on that one because that that could literally be for the difference between the second and, and and seventh seed right or that's what or you third want and seventh seed. I mean, yes. yeah like you're not going to get anything um nfc west is all jumbled up like i don't even think there's really one on the nfc that would be super interesting because it just seems like it's not going to be like that big of a fall but the um that yeah afc east would be would be interesting so so i would go to that as far as like the raiders dominating forever like how long did he say if um is vegas going to dominate this list forever forever on the no. here, I think on the average, because here's what happens: like, no matter Ooh. how well the Raiders are doing, they're going to sell tickets. Like, yes. people are going to go to them. They're going to be expensive. It's going to be a perfect event for to do, like, with all these guys that would show up to Vegas, like, on their bachelor parties, and just like, are we going to go see like Beatles Love, Circus Soleil? It's just like, all right, here's finally something we can do. That's not like a strip club. Yes, I feel like I just it's really got it's. It seems like it's going to be on everyone's top three events to do when you make that Vegas trip. Yes, and, and that's why I say it's just like you know the. The Patriots sure are going to be expensive tickets. The Chiefs are going to be expensive tickets until 15 years from now, you know, when they kind of like reset and they're at the bottom of the league and then, you know, they're not as expensive anymore. The, the market in Vegas is going to inflate the value of this. There, it's going to be also a little like probably when Dallas rolled out their their new stadium. It probably was going to be a little, although they have so many tickets. I don't know how big of a stadium that Las Vegas, that, that hard knock or hard rocks cause stadium is right. So hard rocks. Oh, yeah. I don't know how many, cause Jerry, Jerry world is like fucking 110. That's a massive stadium. Yeah, so I don't know how that all gets factored in, in there, but no, I love, I love your point. Great point. It's going to fucking attract 
such the one-off fan that will spend maybe because they have a little extra winnings, maybe because they're just like caught up in the moment. I love your point. I think it's great. That being said, uh, Mark Davis, you fucking savvy bastard. You <laughs> dumb little warlock. How'd you do that? <laughs> you little warlock. Um, only Mavericks in the building. I uh, I just finished the TV series, Only Murderers in the Building. This is Ooh. from E. Miller of the Pod. Did you watch that one? I'm watching it. Oh, nice. Okay. Ooh, yeah. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Um, a hilarious Steve Martin and Martin Short show about a murder crime podcast. I highly recommend it. If you never started the MAB podcast, God forbid, he did put God forbid. Thank you. What other type or theme of podcast would most awesome and brandana have chosen? Individuals or are we doing this together? Oh, I don't know. Well, let's do one of each. Okay. So separately. Separately. I feel like I almost tried this one. It would be something movie based. Although, yes. like, why I like, even like when we started our podcast, it felt like, oh, we're going to be another sports podcast. So we're just like, I know we kicked around. And I think we even like made, I, I think you brought this up, like, even made fun of, like, I was like, we're not going to call it most awesome and brain dance sports podcast. It's just like, that's such like, but it's just like, what should we call this? And then we're just like, why not? We're leaning into this feel yeah. that's like so saturated. It's just like, whatever, lean into it. It's fine. But yeah, yeah I, I think trying to find like whatever riff on like a, a movie podcast would be maybe like just going to see a movie and just doing my take like once a week after, after seeing the theater. Ooh, just like a, just a, Hey, just a breakdown film, film critic. Yeah. Just break it down. Like after you watch it, like on the ride home, after you saw it, like just listen in for like my 20 minute take, like me all hammered on IPAs being like, this is why, this is why, you know, don't look up. It's the funniest movie of the year. Or like, I don't really remember the first act, but you know, hilarious. That's funny. I like that. I like that a lot. I definitely think I would have done something like, I don't know, movies would have been there, but I definitely think I would have done like, I don't want to say it would have been like, not to compare myself to a Bill Burr, but I would have done that, like just talk, yelling oh, into freeform. a microphone, freeform, yeah. just yeah. talking about games and other stuff and fucking musings. It would, folks, I'm telling you right now, it would have been unlistenable. <laughs> wouldn't have wanted to listen to it at all well it would have been a been a waste of a talent because we need to see you flex i mean that's why we work is like you get set up to actually like see that knowledge work yeah so it, it just see it would seem like a little either braggadocious or you wouldn't get the like opportunity to do it if you just get in the pot and you're just like hey like here's what i remember about you know the fucking 1986 like Mets starting lineup here you go <laughs> i like plowing through them. it would it would seem braggadocious or a little like the fisher king i'd be like robin williams i'd be like this person's a lunatic oh my god you know what you do is you would just like you would get emails or you make a list and draw it at random like no prep and you would be like all right like you know like name you know like eight of the starting lineups from nba jam like the original nba jam and you yes. do that. It would just be like a tight, like 15 minute podcast. Oh, that'd be hey. fun. I do like the tight, fun ones. Like I do like yeah, the small does, ones. It'd be does it maybe have it. Like that's what it would be. Oh, and it would just be like your yes. Oh, you know, when they, when they had a whole bunch of the other ones where you could, there actually were like podcast things where you could call in, right? You could have like yeah. call in lines of people. And that would be, I just roll calls. And they'd just be like <laughs> Blue Edwards. I'd be like Eastern Carolina, Eastern Carolina. <laughs> Boom. I was like, Sam, New York, where you're at? You know, just like, roll calls that'd be fun that'd be so fun that's really that'd good so fun and you know we're not gonna like what what other podcasts we do together nothing that's what we try to figure out and that's yeah. Yeah. We, this is what, that's we, what this we discovered what we here yeah. <laughs> you're listening to it episodes. yeah trust me if it wasn't working we would have pulled that plug <laughs> um all right one more email real quick 
Um, which would you find more rewarding? Your favorite college sport team wins a championship and you put a bet on that team to win at the beginning of the season. Nice. Throwing something in there for a brand, Dan. I appreciate nice. you. Nice. Or you drafting the perfect fantasy football lineup. No injuries, undefeated season. Each player is ranked number one in position at end of year. I mean, it's the fantasy football one, right? This is the fucking holy grail of fantasy. Yeah, so you you have it forever. Like the guy here's here's the problem. It's not a problem. It's just like you would talk about it all the time. No one would care. Most of the people wouldn't believe you. You'd yes. be like, I went undefeated, and you'd be like, Tell me what team you had. And it's just like, all right, well, what dipshit league did you play in? Yes. Five other people. So what was it like a four-person league? Like amazing. Yes. But you you would know it. And I, I guess that's all that's all that really matters. But exactly. You would, t- you would take this over a Michigan Wolverines championship this year? A perfect fantasy football season this year or a Wolverines championship? I may have been looking at my fantasy scores when we read the first part of the question. I missed that part. <laughs> yes. So I'm not going to yes. lie. So I was, I, was a little, I was a little hooked up. Yeah, those are the two choices. Your favorite college sports team wins this championship. Oh. And you also have a bet on that team at the beginning of the year. So it was Michigan Wolverines at the beginning of the year? Probably. Oh, they weren't even eight to eight to one, oh, twelve to one. More, yeah, yeah. They would have been a significant bet. Eighteen to one. Yeah, okay. somewhere in there. Yeah. We'll say eighteen to one. It's yeah. Eighteen to one. So because I don't think they were in the top twenty-five to start. So you put a grand on them because you're excited, and then you know you win eighteen thousand dollars, which seems like a nice noise. Noise. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I take that back. I this is lesson learned. I should pay attention more on the podcast. Sure. Yeah, um, but now I've stuck with my. But I'm in my word. I stuck with my answer. So I guess it's fantasy football. I just ruined my fucking day. Thanks a lot, question. Yeah, I gotta be honest. Like I saw, like this is blasphemous, but I've seen KU win a championship. And like yeah. we said, like I'm not as into college basketball anymore. I don't like KU winning a national championship in football seems so insane. I can't even entertain the question. So right, I'll take. Right. Uh, I'll take winning. Um, although I guess I should take the long shot because actually going undefeated in the fantasy season is possible. Like KU winning a national championship is not. No, it is not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. What do we, um, man, we are, we got a jam packed. Um, okay. We're going to do, do you got this ready? The does Brandana have it? I do. I'm on top of it. Let's do it. Okay. I've so got, I'm doing I'm, it. I, I prepared this. We did it once with Tom Cruise movies. We're doing it with uh, P.T. Anderson movies because Licorice Pizza is coming out on Christmas Day. It's in like three theaters right now. I've seen it. I was going to say you have seen it, correct? I have seen it, yes. Okay. I thought also, you it's did. Just, like, it's, it's, uh, it's like the first like you could bring your kids to this P.T. Anderson movie. Like it's a really fun hang. It's got a, it's got okay. a, lot, of, a lot of fun energy. My eight-year-old can fucking ha- handle it? Yeah, I can handle okay. it. Yeah. All right. All right. I think so. So I, I think put me on the maybe read some reviews. I yeah. Don't okay. All right. So I I I, t- I tried to build them up, kind of you know, getting more hard as they go along here. So <laughs> I will. Um, they get more. Okay. How many do I got? Six. Okay. Six. Great. Six. Okay. All right. So quote number one from a PT Anderson movie. Mm-hmm. I'm really nervous that you're gonna hate me soon. You're gonna find stuff out about Magnolia. me. Yep, Claudia from Magnolia. Very good. Yeah, I'll say the character too. Oh, sorry. What was yeah. the character? It's Claudia. She says it to John C. Riley's character. Yep. He's officer. I can't remember his officer's name, but yeah. Yep, yep, exactly. Perfect. Okay. That is my favorite movie of all time. So yeah, probably. I, that's why I let off with Magnolia. That's <laughs> yeah, what I was that's like, slow. Just get that out of the way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like Godzilla says to Mothra, man, 
Let's go eat someplace. Ooh. Um, Godzilla says the Mothra, let's go eat someplace. Dang it. Um, Inherit Vice. Very good. Nice. Inherit Vice. Do you have the character? Oh, no. I've seen it's that Dennis. movie once and it was one time too many. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number three, two for two. Excellent work so far. Number three. I'm looking forward to seeing you in action. Jack says you've got a great big cock. <laughs> yeah, uh, Boogie Nights. Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to read that one. Yeah, that's good. It's just like, uh, what else? Who said be? that one? Jack, or said Colonel, Colonel James said that about. Uh, uh, yeah. Number four. I told you I would eat you up. Ooh, um, sure. I told you I would. Oh, um, there will be blood. Yes, very good. Very good. You remember yeah. the character's name or who it was? Oh, uh, Daniel Plainview. Yes, Plainview. Very good. Yep, yep. Excellent work. <clears throat> All right, number five. I have love in my life. It makes it makes me stronger than you can imagine. Yeah, yeah. That's a uh, punch drunk love. Very good. And it's Adam Sandler's character, and his character's name is Barry. Very wow. good. Look at you digging yeah. deep. <laughs> digging deep. Look at you. This is the last one. Jack says you got a big brain, my friend. <laughs> Can't wait to see you in action. Um, yes, last one. Five for five. Brandana killing it on PT Anderson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Soggy bottom sounds like someone shit their pants. <laughs> Licorice pizza. Go see it. Very good. Very good. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent work. Nice, bro. Thank you. I did have it. Uh, yes, yeah, Soggy Bottoms, uh, the working title of that movie. Is it really? Uh, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. What is, forgive me for blaspheming on the podcast, um, but what is Licorice Pizza even about? I have no idea what this movie is about. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's just about this. Uh, it's kind of like based on some true stories, but it's early 70s Hollywood. And there's just kind of this uh, this kind of love story that develops between like the 16-year-old and this like uh, this 23-year-old that he has like a crush on. And so it's just kind of like their story. Like, he's just kind of like a hustler. Like he wants to be, you know, he's trying to be an actor. Like he gets into a thing where like he sells waterbeds for a little while. And it's just kind of like their two lives, like his, you know, the energy of his ambition, kind of like what he wants to get done in her, like not loving her a lot in life, but figuring out like what to do next. It's just like, it's just, it's a lovely movie. It's, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I like it. I like it. What's the one PT Anderson movie that everyone hasn't probably seen or should go see uh i mean it seems it's hard. like if there's one I, I can't imagine people sleeping on there will be blood but i mean if you i mean if you haven't seen there will be blood i mean heart heart eats fine if you're like a big pt fan like obviously like boogie nights is super sure. watchable magnolias uh it's just my favorite phantom threads good and it's like fun to watch um the master is it's super like interesting but i would say i would say there will be blood it seems crazy to think if people haven't seen there will be blood but it's an absolute like it's just it's a masterpiece i mean it's gonna be like the further we get out it's gonna be like you know the top 20 movies of all time i'm glad you said that because when i was reading the quotes i just went on imdb and was reading the quotes and i was like fuck yes like i was reading some of the long mile monologues by plain view and i was like yes and i've and it's been floating on netflix and i've wanted to see it Again, I watched it once, but I was like, you know what? I probably should watch this again. I'm not a big rewatch guy, but I probably yeah. should put this on and fucking give it a spin. 
Yeah, it's uh, just like 20 minutes, like no dialogue, just the visuals. Like it's, that's what's yes. like fascinating about P.T. Anderson. Uh, it's just like his, I mean, we're talking about like Magnolia, just kind of like this, you know, all these different like fractured relationships going on, like in the valley and whatever in like real time. And then you jump into like Boogie Nights and then just the vibrant colors of like a movie like Punch Drunk Love. And then Inherit Vice, which is just trying to add a, like adapt this like, comedic like crime thriller book and then like there will be blood which is just like this epic silent like mm -hmm. period piece that it's just it's well it's got a lot of range pt anderson you got yeah. a lot of range sir um all right bro that was fun i like to flex a bit on the pod tonight. that's right that's I'm why you do your your solo movie pod that's right. More of than just a slammer of IPAs, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, Neapolitan Showdown brings to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me, and we just disagree. Uh, worst thing that's happened to you on public transportation. I didn't know if I want to throw this out there. I was just trying to do okay. something new. You know, I like it. do this. This is our 198th. Well, let's assume we repeated like three or four. So probably around like our 193rd. <laughs> right. I felt like cereal has gotten to walk around the block a couple times. <laughs> yeah. I know like a uh, favorite junk foods definitely been eyeballed like, yeah, right. like once every three months. Um, I didn't know if you took enough to get this. Number one is, is a flight's public transportation, right? I, I, I really weighed in on this one in my, in my mind. Cause I was like, I could use a couple of flights. Cause I've had a couple bad instances on flights, but it doesn't, it technically, I guess it is public, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's public transportation. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, yeah. like a, a bus seems like crazy to take a bus. Taking a flight doesn't seem like that, that wild to take. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. And maybe there's like some barrier to entry. Like if you can, if you can hop on it without paying, like maybe it's not public transportation. If you can kind of like, if you can steal a ride on it, like you trying to steal a ride on a flight would get like probably a felony, but right. you know, you could like run out of a cab without paying for it. You could. Yeah. Okay. And public also feels the air of like, it's provided by the city, right. Or the state that you're in or something like that, like a little bit closer to that. You know what I mean? But yeah. I don't have, not all of them are like that, but a couple are. Yeah, I don't have that. Okay, my number three spot. Um, so it was like a subway ride when I was first in New York. And then, you know, I was in my 20s and just had like a little bit of that like fuck you attitude. And then yeah. just had been drinking and like smoking cigarettes. And I like, we're sitting there waiting forever for a train. And they're like, you can't smoke down here. And I was like, I'll show you. So like, I went around like this little, like inside the tunnel, like past the like do not pass line. And then I was just like in there smoking. And then, immediately got approached by a cop and got a ticket and then my friends like like just left without me because it was just like go ahead or they were trying like you can fucking reap what you sow yeah and they went so i like also didn't know new york so i had to call them and it took me forever to like find them like where they were it was like before ubers so it was just very much of a you know it was an an early introduction to me to the subway like just trying to be like look at me and then just getting immediately put in my place uh that's immediately too, too fucking funny yes the fucking subway system of new york for like when you first get down there is intimidating it's like what where the fuck am i going 
Yeah, I've had, to take a, I've had to take a couple solo rides, and I'm like white knuckling this fuck. I'm like looking at the board to see where the fuck I am all the time. Yeah, because like, I also think it's about the the intimidation. Also, is how quickly everyone else that knows what they're doing is swarming around you. Yes. So you feel like you're in the middle of this just humming machine of these like worker bees going everywhere, and you're kind of like, where can I stand and at least like gather my bearings for one second without like fucking up someone else's day? A hundred thousand percent and then then thinking you have a handle on it and then realizing which happened to me when actually when we potted together when we were in new york and then i had to well, i left your place i had to fucking pick up a train to figure out how to get back to see dr and mrs the commission the kids i was like oh shit i went on like four exits too far and then hop off and like get on the other way going back i also yeah. think i paid for a lot more of a train ride that i needed to which <laughs> yeah, fucking no. that happened as well too no yeah nobody helps with that it intentionally vague it's just yes. like i don't like i'm on a ticket to, oh shit i said winnipeg i thought it was like, <laughs> right. i was always winnipeg i didn't know where i was I wonder going. why this was 65 dollars uh yeah uh, bro, what, what's your number three my number three so uh pre getting married dr mrs the commish uh was down in san diego uh and i was gonna meet her down there and rather than drive two separate cars down there i was like well i'll just take a train that runs from la to san diego it'll be fun it'll be a nice little excursion by myself this will be awesome so then i go to the you know the train station down there and i get my ticket and i'm walking around and i don't see where i'm supposed to go and then they're like all right it's out this way guy asked one of the you know like the the worker bees that are there and then uh go out there oh i did not sign up for a train i signed up for a bus and so now i'm taking a bus ride from fucking which i thought was gonna be a train ride which is there's a little disorient you know disorienting nature in that right i thought it was gonna sure. ride the rails and be romantic no <laughs> i'm on a bus with someone clipping their toenails yeah oh and uh yeah so that fucking sucked and then it was making uh, it still made stops, which was insane to me, right? We had to make a couple stops and then there's only like one bathroom on the thing. Everyone's fucking miserable on the, on the bus. It was terrible. It sucked. Yeah. That's a tough thing. Especially, I mean, I like, I love buses. Like, uh, like I, I mean, obviously I love trains more, but that sure. would, like, that is a mega mind switch. Like train has a little bit more of like in your own world, like, it, you know, when it mm -hmm. stops, it's smooth stop. Like it, yeah. it seems I'm going to get paper. I'm going to yeah. read on the train. Yeah, buses, buses, a, it's an oversized van with a bunch of strangers. That, yeah, you know, like yeah. buses like I'm trying to, I'm trying to sneak paraphernalia yeah. onto this bus. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, they're a part of traffic also, you know, they're yes. not adjacent to traffic. So you're just kind of in there. You're just like, is this ever going to end? Yeah, I've never had to worry about merging with other trains. Now I'm here, <laughs> like, we're going to crush a fucking sedan as we pull out. Yeah, it's wild wishing the best for that bus driver uh i'm telling this one just because it ties into you like um at your wedding i go leave it to get um can't imagine yes. drinks but maybe like yeah, for there and then it was like around the age like when you like i don't know for whatever reason i would like to take pictures with other people's cell phone of them listening to my cell phone whatever who knows why i did what i did but i remember doing it to being at your wedding with my white blackberry bold I was obsessed with BlackBerry phones. Yes. And then took that and uh, yeah, I got in a car, cab ride to the gas, gas station for whatever, probably cigarettes again. Like, good thing I didn't do those anymore. They all see tied to that for some reason. Right. But uh, got back to the party, like, answer everybody, ready to take a picture. No idea where the phone is. Left it in that car, but it, like, it wasn't Uber time. Like, I think it was just like 
cab time and I like I hailed it so there was just like no finding it so it was just and I'm not the guy that loses like keys wallet or phone like not not my brand yeah like on that and everyone gets disoriented but some people are just like oh like immediately knew like gone never gonna see it again yep oh I'm glad that you realized that quickly yeah so it wasn't from the ser- it was at the like the 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 party aspect of it, right you you left the party yeah I didn't I didn't like leave in the middle of like a bridesmaid walking down and no like, i hear you i gotcha i gotcha <laughs> like right the middle of the actual- dr mrs because mrs the commission coming down the aisle like i need to blow a butt i'm out let's go <laughs> excuse me excuse me sir let me get past you head right back against the grain of the traffic of the wedding party like just kind of excuse me so funny i like that both of you both go left at the same time <laughs> and then try to do that little dance that's yeah funny. just kind of laugh it's like oh, happens a million times yeah exactly that's you that was your number two that was my number two buddy. beautiful i love it uh my number two in in new york visiting family again uh me the bro-in-laws my brother I think this is before you were living in New York, actually, now that I think about this, but we go down, down, uh, not in New York city, we're on long Island, strong Island, go downtown to where the in-laws live and go to a couple bars and just whoop it up. Just some, just some bro time, hanging out, doing our thing, come strutting out. It's, it's Christmas time. Um, but it's not like a heavy snowfall. I do remember this. We're schnocked and, roll out and there's this cab or what we thought was a cab um scoop us up take us to drive to my in-laws house halfway through the cab ride i realized there's no meter there's no nothing this is just a random dude's car that is now driving us to our in-laws house so i'm like holy fuck so i'm a little panicked not terribly panicked because there's one of these guys and there's four big dudes in the car so i mean unless he takes us and i can remember where we're going and he wasn't taking us off any beaten path so it's like all right we're we're going in the right direction and uh finally get home the guy then's like he's like 50 bucks and i'm like that was a 10 minute car ride so then i now i'm haggling with this guy we settle at a clean 17 bucks cash (laughs) out and like on our way but he was like in our like in my in-laws driveway and i was like man this could have been really bad like you know he could have who knows what this random dude could have done yeah that's like i've seen you in action where you're just like i know what's right like this is my family like money's involved all that mixed together like only you could get a 17 like if i'm in that same situation like it'd be like 50 and then we decided like 65 will work you actually so break down like i just gotta go the other way i'm just like whatever's cool man like what yeah that was a big that this uh constellation bracket definitely is getting long hauled in las vegas which especially before you know yes and you'd be like you know when cell phones finally exist and you called ubers you're like shit i had no idea that it was an eight minute drive from the airport to the strip i always thought it you know it was 45 minutes which it never was because you just be on a tour of like the fucking like interstate that's oh for sure yeah they pick you up from a karen and you're just on the fucking loop you're like wait a second yes nope this this is bullshit yeah the fucking caddies do that my uh i have a i have a console bracket i had taken a cab we were in dayton we're taking it downtown to the fucking to the bars down there and uh in dayton ohio and i got stuck sitting up front where everyone else is sitting in the back and i'm having to make fucking small talk 
with the cab driver, which is not fun. And then he starts talking to me about the Baha'i faith and has like a pamphlet. So then he starts like proselytizing to me in the fucking cab ride. And it's like, oh my God, this is awful. This is awful. Like one of those situations where your fingers crossed, like hopefully we get in a little bit of a car wreck. Yes, right. Hopefully I go through the windshield (laughs) if at all possible. I can after I like slowly unbuckle your safety belt. (laughs) Uh, uh, My number one with a bullet and a hefty medical bill would be when I broke my ankle on. Oh, I'm glad you're there. I'm glad we're here now to laugh at it a little bit, a little bit. It was expensive. It was an expensive, yes, expensive one. So my number one uh, is a little bit more lighthearted than yours. My number one (sighs) is with the family. um, We're in Rome. Okay, so for add the foreign element to to it, right? Talk yeah. about getting fucking long hauled everywhere in Rome is like we're I'm getting fucking surcharged just for not speaking Italian. Um, so we go. The hotel arranges for us to uh, have a van take us to the port city where we're gonna be hopping on a cruise. This is 10, 12 years ago at this point, maybe even longer than that. Actually, I think it was longer than that. So we're in and it's uh, a 30 minute car ride there. So they, it's me, my sister-in-law, her, her husband, my brother-in-law, my in-laws. And at that time, my 90 something year old grandfather. And we have luggage for a, which we had our luggage for two weeks. Cause we were going all over Europe. And then uh, as well as a, a, a five day cruise. So we have copious amounts of bags and they pull up one of these little rinky dink fucking vans with no back trunk at all and just two rows in there. So literally the whole family is arguing about how we're going to get all of our luggage. My mother-in-law's like, just strap it to the top. And we're like, no fucking way. We're going to lose all of our luggage. So then we literally like packed luggage in and around Dr. Mrs. The Commission, sis-in-law, literally there, we have a picture where they literally just have their heads and bags all on top of them. And then the second row is me, my brother-in-law, my two in-laws. And then the front row is my brother-in-law and my 90 something year old grandfather next to the, to the driver who speaks no English whatsoever. And he then starts driving off we then turn down a back alley side street somewhere that I'm like, what the fuck? Where are we? And then so I'm like, my my brother-in-law's name is Paul as well, too. I'm like, Paul, Paul, ask him if he knows where he's going. If, if he knows we're, we're going to the port, we're going to the port. And so my brother-in-law just turns. Is, is, that, is that the brother-in-law that thinks he's a superhero because he drank pool water? Yes, 100%. Yeah. So he's he's glowing. He's supercharged. <laughs> he's fucking, you know, he's got his, uh, you know, uh, his big brain working here. And he literally just turns to the, he turns to the driver and he's like, Hey, Hey, and the driver looks at him and goes, are we going to the ship? You know, the ship. And we were just like, no, Paul, that's not how you asked this guy how to go. He doesn't know. He's just staring blank. And he's like, yo, the ship, you know, the ship. And it's like, no, this guy doesn't know anything. Like use the city name, like use something. Eventually we broke it down, but it was like, a comedy of errors on top of it finally we get there but it was like of course in our family tradition too we needed to get there like it was like a 30 minute ride we 
we probably were leaving at like 25 till like the whole like thing of us making the fucking cruise was contingent on him knowing where the ship was <laughs> the ship uh, i like that story because i like the pressure of uh not like it seems insane at the time but you're in a situation where like because i did a lot like traveling while i was shooting and, yes you know um like you'd have to bring like cases onto small planes and they're like well we're not going to fit this on which just like i don't know what to tell you because i'm getting on that plane and this case is too so right we all should sit here and put our heads together and figure it out because it's definitely going to happen so it's this weird thing where you're like kind of just like this nomad like this like man without a home and you're still like all i'm coming and all this shit's coming with me and that's that right uh, you know i don't really know so i'm going to give you the win because yours Thank has you. a lot more stakes than just me like wandering around and breaking <laughs> bones and everything so that's the, the w to you i'm going to tell this real i'm going to keep the story short but i'm i'm, I'm not going to forget to tell it. this isn't public transportation this is me driving a van, I think in Greece. Oh, so like uh, just the owner invited us to this restaurant, and it was all the way at the top of a, at the top of a mountain. Like I mean, all the way up, and they don't have like guardrails and shit. They don't have like lanes down the middle of the street. Like you just have to drive there, and also like everything's a stick there. Uh huh. So it's it's nighttime. I'm driving this stick up, and he's just like follow me. So he he's like firing up the hill and I drive like an old lady. So I'm just kind of like driving like slow. <laughs> so it's way ahead of me. And I'm just like, we'll see at the restaurant because it's at the very top of the hill. And you know, you're like, you're starting to like inch up. You see like the shit like below you and you're right on the edge. And then like I catch up to this car and I think I see it. And so like, and the car like takes a dip like kind of down the side. So like I go down kind of the side thing and follow them. And then the person gets out of the car and they're just like, what can they stop? Like in this field, like they're opening up their gate to this, just kind of like this, uh, this olive vineyard, I think, or it's not, a, yeah, just whatever this olive, like olive farm. Tree. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they like follow. And so I'm sitting there and I'm not kidding you. Like the grade is, it's not quite 45, but I mean, it's like 30, like just to get up. But I mean, it's like 25 feet. Like that's all the runway you have behind is just the edge of the mountain. So you just pull out. And then like the van is sitting there because I start to go and like try to get and so like pull the emergency brake. So the van's sitting in the middle of this cliff with nothing behind it. It's a stick shift. And then like also you have to fire up and you're blind to see what's coming from either side of the mountain. So you just have to fire up and get around. But you can't do it half ass because if you start to go and then you stop and the van rolls backwards, like you're just fucking it's like doom. Closest I've ever come to death. And like to be honest, like the story does not end with me pulling this off and getting up the cliff. Like the story ends with like beads of sweat. I'm sitting there, like my crew of five, their lives are in my hands. And then like, just kind of like a, my local DP that's from, from Rome. He turns to me and he's just like, you want me to do it? Just like, fuck yeah. yes. Yep. yep. But what I did do is I did sit in the van. Cause I was like, if this fucking thing falls off the edge, like we're all going together. Like, I'm not going to be the one that put us in this position and then like just kind of sit on the side as the American and just like the van topples over and it's just like, I guess I got to get a new crew tomorrow. Right. Like, Ciao, uh, Bella, as you go or whatever. <laughs> was that to say, like, like one of the closest like to death stories I have. All right, guys, this has been MAB Sports Podcast episode 198. So good, so good B. You're not, yeah, jam packed. Um, all right, MVP of the week's real fast, buddy. Um, get to my biz partner champ. He's kicking some ass. I think other people visiting their families during the holidays. He is delivering a bunch of shows keeping our business cooking so hell yeah champ good on you eyes on the prize nose to the grindstone stone whatever the expression is Both keep it going work. those work absolutely um i'm gonna go with uh dan campbell 
fucking hottest coach in the NFL right now. Two wins <laughs> in a row. Jeez. Dan Campbell, he's so hot right now. He's so, so hot, hot right now. He's so, so, he could only turn left. <laughs> Guys, we're going to figure out what we'll do for our 200. I don't know. We just might, you know, start calling up people like we did for the 100. I think we'll figure it out. Uh, but shoot us that email. It may be sportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Audience, I'm sure I'm glad that Brandana made it up that hill uh, of Mount Potlimpus. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion. Oh.